Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com DSO. That's betterhelp.com DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. Hello everyone, DSO here from dadstartingover.com and I wanted to first, before we get started on today's episode, I wanted to remind you that I write books and you can buy these books from my website at dadstartingover.com books. You can download them immediately from my website in PDF format or an MP3 format or you can also buy them directly from retailers such as Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, and even the audio from Audible. So thank you so much again for listening, and now on to our episode. More and more, I'm seeing the topic of open marriages come up for men online. Unlike what many people may think, it's not the men making the case for sleeping around with other women, but rather the husbands are caught off guard by what they thought was a seemingly happy wife pushing them to allow her to have sex with other men. Hey, the wife explains, you can have sex with other women now too. The man is confused, scared, angry, and yet intrigued. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's dive into the nitty-gritty of this alternative lifestyle choice and why it is now so much out in the open and what it means for you. The concept of an open marriage is not new. Two people being together in marriage but open to sex with others has been around but kept hush-hush since, well, forever. It wasn't until the 1972 book Open Marriage, A New Lifestyle for Couples, came out that a how-to guide for these adventuresome couples was created and the concept further thrusted into popular culture. This was in the midst of a huge sexual revolution in America, the 60s and 70s. The baby boomers were challenging, well, everything. If it was normal, it was a drag. Is there an institution that is more normal than good old-fashioned marriage? Let's not confuse people in open marriages with swingers. Unlike swingers, open marriage couples have fun without the other partner. Swingers go to parties together and possibly have sex with others in front of their partner. People in an open marriage go out and have dates and casual sex without the presence of their marriage partner. But what do the two groups have in common? Well, both are very strict about one rule. We are married. We are partners. We are primarily with each other. Doing things with others is just sex. It's just fun. That's it. Our communication is always open and we do everything to avoid the complications of becoming attached to others outside of our marriage. As with most things in life, it ain't that easy. This is especially true when sex is involved. With the 1980s came the Reagan era and AIDS. The party was over. Studio 54 emptied out. 
the bathhouses closed up shop, and the sexually adventurous all got scared and went home. People they loved were dying, and relationships were falling apart left and right. Hey, maybe boring monogamous marriage is okay after all. Seems to be a lot less trouble, at least. The authors of Open Marriage reassessed things and came out with a follow-up book called The Marriage Premise. They conducted follow-up interviews with couples that they spotlighted in their first book, and it wasn't pretty. Most of the couples were not honest with each other about their extramarital affairs. So much for open communication, and not getting feelings involved, and as a consequence, most of the marriages did not survive. The authors were upset that so many people took the concept of open marriage and defined it as go out and have sex with whoever, there are no consequences. They saw the concept more as be individuals that have experiences outside of marriage, oh, and that might mean sex with others too. Understandably, everyone saw sex with others and went hog wild. Wow, who saw that coming? Fast forward to today, and the social climate has changed dramatically since the 70s. Women are more powerful than ever. They are the majority of our university students. They occupy high levels of the corporate world, and they have stay-at-home husbands to take care of the kids. With all of these changes comes dramatic shifts in our relationship dynamics. Many men point at the times like the 1950s as the Shangri-La of marriage past. The man works, and the wife stays at home and cares for the kids. Divorce rates were much lower. Everything just clicked into place. What they failed to mention is that the women weren't necessarily happy with the situation, but the social pressure and lack of financial options may have left them feeling trapped in an unfulfilling marriage. She could divorce and be a broke social pariah, or she could stick it out and raise a family and try to enjoy life. Both the social and the economic barriers to divorce have been broken down. Women now file for 70% of all divorces, even higher if the woman is college-educated. Today, we have a pervasive theme that has both good and bad repercussions. That theme is a deadly combination of you-go-girl and you-deserve-it-all. When society tells you that your nagging feelings of doubt and unfulfillment are not only legitimate, but can and should be acted upon, well, that can be a recipe for disaster for the unsuspecting husband. To summarize, we're seeing a rise in women telling their husbands, quote, I would like to go out and test the waters to see what else is out there, but I don't want to blow up this comfortable marriage that we have going on here, at least not until I know I have a for sure thing lined up. Cool? In the past, this, re- this would result in a one-way ticket to Divorce Town USA in a lifetime of social shame and financial struggle. Today, it's an empowering statement and realization of her own sexuality. I did a search for open marriage and saw article after article that came up with the same basic conclusion. You know what? Maybe an open marriage isn't such a bad idea after all. Is the cultural zeitgeist shifting? Is society overall more open and accepting of relationships that fall outside of the monogamous template we've known all these generations? No. Actually, if the general social survey is to be believed, People today are more intolerant of sexual relationships outside of marriage than they were back in the free and sexy 70s. These pro-open marriage articles aren't based on hundreds of couple interviews with thousands of data points to digest. No, their research stopped at the wife felt trapped, she wanted something more, she heard about open marriage, and she wanted to try it, and that's perfectly okay. To say that Sally's thoughts and feelings may not be 100% A-OK and could actually be destructive to the relationship, 
would go against the much larger and more inclusive progressive theme of anything goes, who are we to judge? If she wants it, it must be okay. In other words, telling Sally, seriously, that's a pretty stupid and selfish thing to ask. Perhaps you're just not cut out for marriage. Results in being labeled as an oppressive misogynist. Maybe we're jumping the gun here and assuming the worst. These are genuine feelings that Sally and thousands of other women like her are experiencing on a regular basis. Maybe the strict confines of a traditional marriage are too much to bear. Hey, men always want to sleep around, right? They like porn, strip clubs, and other outlets for their sexuality. That's the equivalent of cheating in many women's eyes. Maybe it's time women even the score and tried out more sexually free lifestyles. Life is short, so why be miserable? Maybe your wife has genuine sexual desire that she feels can't be confined to your one-on-one -on -one relationship. Maybe that's why your sex life is so dull. Maybe she just feels trapped. Maybe she absolutely still loves you, and her sleeping around would go on for years and years, and you two will continue to grow closer and closer emotionally and live happily ever after. It's possible, sure. But I've never seen it play out like that. In fact, based on what I have seen again and again, I can feel confident enough to say that a wife asking for an open marriage signals the begin of the end of the marriage. She's breaking up with you. The wife is so confident in her ability to dictate the rules of the relationship, because she lost respect for you so long ago, that she tells you that she wants to have sex with other men but still keep you around for the other non-sexual resources that she needs. She is bluntly telling you, You are a great provider, but I need more lover. Don't go anywhere. Not yet anyway. I need you for all that non-lover stuff right now. I can't think of anything more hurtful to a man, to be honest. Your wife is, in essence, leaving the romantic side of the relationship and telling you to put your feelings on hold right now while she figures things out and gets her mind straight. Why is she doing this? More than likely, this means that another relationship candidate or candidates have already been lined up. She would normally just have an affair behind your back, but that can get messy. This absolves her of any guilt or shame. It also keeps the logistics of her life in order until she can figure things out. The wife is not stupid. She knows that asking her husband, can I sleep around, will probably be met with, are you out of your goddamn mind? So, she says what all women in this position say. You know, you can have sex with other women too. Before she can finish the sentence, the dumb husband is already fantasizing about that one girl at the gym, that one cashier at the grocery store, and that chick that smiled at him that one time at his kid's basketball game. Men can be so delusional. He envisions a buffet of hot women at his disposal. A veritable conga line of hoo-ha ready for him to sample whenever he likes. This will be the sex life that he has always fantasized about. It'll be just like porn. But wait, that means his wife has sex with other men. That's not good. Oh well, he can deal with that jealousy when it comes. The buffet awaits. This will be amazing. The truth? The fantasy rarely, if ever, pans out for the man. Sexually, you and your wife are living in two completely different worlds. Even if you look amazing, you're charming, you talk a great game, and you have lots of cash to use on your dates, your success in dating will pale in comparison to your wife's. She's going to get laid. A lot. You will not. It's just that simple. If you are the type of guy that could go out and get laid so easily, your wife probably wouldn't be asking for an open marriage. 
Fast forward to six months after you agree to the new arrangement, and you have a grand total of one woman that you have had a series of dates with and one awful night of sex. It probably turns you off from the whole idea completely, but you don't dare tell the wife. You innately know that your lack of success in dating will paint you as a lower status than her. That will be extremely unattractive. Your wife, on the other hand, had many steamy nights of sex with the one guy that she had already begun a relationship with. That didn't work out, so she cried in the arms of another guy that she kind of knew, a friend of a friend, and that resulted in a two-month affair that also fizzled out. While she was out with her girlfriends, drinking her sorrows away, she met two more men that she exchanged numbers with and ended up having sex with both of them over the next two weeks. You get the idea. It's not the same ballgame. Combine a world of desperately horny men and a wife with zero boundaries and her new I-get-to-have-extramarital-affairs-guilt-free card and you're in for a world of trouble. Please keep in mind one important thing. What your wife is doing is not just enjoying casual sex with zero interest in commitment. She is most likely looking for a replacement partner. Something or somebody pushed her buttons and her must-procure-new-mate programming is off and running. She is back on the market and she won't stop until she gets that guy that will check all of the boxes. That's when you'll get the crying wife at home apologizing and telling you that she didn't mean to fall in love with the guy, it just happened. There may be women out there who can casually date and have sex outside of the marriage and be completely unfazed and then return home to husband with zero attachment to the other man. I have never seen nor have I ever heard about this scenario playing out successfully. I just don't feel that the majority of women are wired for such an arrangement. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood. But none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.